Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to the All by the Popcorn podcast. I'm Alessandra. And I'm Emily. And today we are talking about the next movie on our roulette wheel. We started several years ago, but we're still doing it because it's fun. So we're, we watched uh, Pan's Labyrinth from 2006, directed by Guillermo del Toro. Yes, I had never seen this movie, um, but I heard some people watched this when they had Spanish class, like in high school. Is that true? I feel like I was one of those people. Is that, yeah, I think, I think one of my roommates did, or knew someone who did. I think I watched a different movie for Spanish class, and I cannot remember what it was, but it definitely <laughs> was not Pan's Labyrinth, because I don't like scary movies. I still don't like scary movies. Um, I will watch them if they are critically acclaimed, but uh, like this one. Like, well, we maybe. certainly know you didn't watch E2 Mama Tambien with the same actress, Marie Belverdu, because that would be way too sexual for high school. No. No, I did not watch that one. <laughs> I don't. I don't. The only the only um, Spanish movie I remember watching, it was not for Spanish class. I was like hanging out at a, at a friend's house and we watched... Um, the orphan or like the orphanage or something oh that's a scary movie that that movie wasn't it was so scary i had nightmares for (laughs) so long um Mm -hmm. oh my goodness i remember being so scary um but yeah but that was not for spanish class that was just because my friends were crazy and we wanted to get scared apparently which I hate, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> well, this is a very creepy and violent movie. Um, yeah. I don't hang out so, with them anymore, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yes, yeah, so it was your first time watching this, Pan's Labyrinth, and what did you think? Did you like it? I thought there was going to be more stuff happening in, like, the fantasy area like I thought the thing with the eyeballs on its hands was like had a bigger part for some reason I didn't know that we were going to be seeing this um this fawn or you know whatever this uh um Mr. Tomness character looking character (laughs) yes Yes, creepy ass Mr. Tomness um um but yeah I I was I was pleasantly surprised um, at like everything and kind of, so there, there was like war going on. So, um, and there were like some rebels or something. Um, wasn't entirely sure what was happening, like on, on like the, the reality end of, mm-hmm. of everything. Um, or if this, or if this fantasy stuff even happened or if like this girl was just kind of imagining it. 
Um, so that was kind of interesting too. I don't know. Yeah. It was, it was, yeah. it was really good though. I thought the, the makeup was super awesome. I thought the, the, um, the, um, what is it? Not the setting, but like the production design was like oh, yeah. really good. Um, mm-hmm. I guess I just thought it was going to be more fantasy related and it wasn't. It was, it was kind of, I was surprised at how simple it was, it seemed. Mm-hmm. Except for like, mm-hmm. except for the war stuff. The war stuff got a little complicated with, you know, the torture and, um, stuff like that. But, uh, it was also pretty scary. The guy with the eyeballs. Oh yeah. On his hands. Very scary. Yeah. Was very Iconic. scary. You know. Still so scary. Oh my oh, God. Oh yeah. So, so frightening. I mean, I definitely yeah. remember it being this dark and, uh kind of creepy um you know you kind of know what's going to happen as soon as the main character ophelia like gets out of the car wanders off on her own and then um sees that bug come out of the mouth of that like rock and is like i saw a fairy and i'm like that girl that's the scariest bug i've ever seen and you're not frightened of it at all (laughs) she's like calling this thing a fairy and i'm like that is not a fairy that is that is that is an apocalyptic bug. Uh, I mean, those what bugs is wrong exist, with you? but it was scary, and it would just like make these chittery noises and stuff. I I Ugh, felt I like follow her, and oh goodness, I, I felt like I could hear your your voice um, saying like every time she would do something, like Ophelia would like do something that she probably shouldn't have done, like crawl into that tube underneath the tree the tunnel with all the bugs and on getting all dirty i could just hear your voice go girl <laughs> i i did say that a lot during this movie yeah. um so you're very right it i i was saying girl so so many I times during know. the during the part where uh, she has to make the chalk door and and the guy was like, don't eat anything. And then she goes for those grapes. And I was like, yeah. girl, girl, <laughs> I, I know. And like every she's a young girl. So it's like everything she does, she's just very like she she kind of is imagining in a sense this kind of world where things make more sense to her um, because her reality is so grim. Um, yeah, we like we start we start the story with with her talk like there's like a um, a fairy tale being told like narrated I think by the girl or by someone about a princess who mm-hmm. you know left her realm and the king's been looking for her like ever since, um, and then you know we see the girl in the car with her with her pregnant mother like with all these books and she's like why'd you bring so many books which f- for one that was not very many books. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> okay um and then yeah and then the fairy so yeah this girl was definitely trying to escape her current reality which was very depressing like her mom was mm-hmm. pregnant but also sick super pregnant yeah like S- super gonna fragile, die like, clearly yeah like oh, so God, bad. Like she was gonna break any second and then you know oh. she meets she meets her mom's like new husband and he's like an asshole and it's just that's an understatement this, honestly he's that's he's a, just a, he's a monster it's a serious understatement this guy was horrible absolutely terrible um and they're like in this creepy house and there's just like a bunch of like you know 
guns going off and th- and people shouting because you know it's in the middle of some skirmish that's happening, like this war that's happening. Um, so it's just it's scary, and I could definitely see her just wanting to separate from reality uh, by kind of following this this fairy tale storyline that she kind of gets dropped into. Yeah, and it's it's that aspect of it that really makes it kind of a special beautiful movie because it's it's kind of bringing you into the more fantastical realm while simultaneously dealing with um a very specific skirmish situation during the spanish civil war Mm -hmm. um even though they said the war's over it's still kind of like the people are still fighting against these the military um yeah so it is like a very kind of gruesome time in history, gruesome time and place, but also kind of vague enough that you're not like, it's not like anything specific, like a specific time and place, you know? Um, right. So it's kind of like a general, which is why people kind of call this a fairy tale, because it's got that aspect to it. And I personally think it's the best of Guillermo del Toro's movies. Like, of all the movies I've seen, I think hit this one is the the best one like it is and it's also one of the best movies of the decade for sure yeah i do agree it was it was very good um i may personally enjoy oh i i always forget that he that he does hellboy i really love hellboy (laughs) (laughs) personally i might like hellboy or um heated shape of water right uh, yes yes yeah i might but i also need to rewatch shape of water because it's been a long time but um mm-hmm. the hellboy movies the, the the original ones with with ron perlman are they're very special <laughs> i really special like them to lot. your heart yes <laughs> yeah i don't even know why i like them so much they're just so like that's why i like guillermo he really uh he really gives you a fun little world um to just like drop you into and and uh you know, lots of fantasy and lots of fun stuff. Um, but yeah, I, uh, even though this, this, uh, fawn guy was very scary, I, I did like his look. He was, a he was a vibe. Like he was, a he was an aesthetic and I really enjoyed yeah. it. Um, like made out of vines and stuff. Yeah. Like made out of like trees, it seemed, you know, very, very like earthy. Um, he lived in this like dank pit with some, <laughs> with some fairies uh-huh. yeah when it when the bug shifted when the girl showed the bug what a fairy looks like and it and it morphed i was like oh, oh god. god and i just oh no yeah they yeah. were just so this movie actually wasn't as scary as i thought it was going to be um mm-hmm. maybe because i'm older maybe because yeah. whatever i think you know i still get scared about some things um the scarier parts other than the guy with the with the eyeballs for hands that guy was terrifying um <laughs> there, there was there was just some like i guess it's more like body horror type of stuff like there was some very gruesome torture mm-hmm. um and like medical procedures that had to be done mm-hmm. um which also just really and and you know going in i knew this movie was gonna be a little spoopy um, so I just was, I was just waiting. I guess I was just, I was preemptively, like, my body was just pretensing when I yeah. just something, when I think something scary would happen. Um, but looking back, it, it wasn't, it really wasn't that, wasn't that bad. 
Wasn't yeah, the, the captain was just really gruesome. So pretty much everything that involved him was just a lot of blood and uh, a lot of, like, you know, smashing people's noses in and stabbing them and um, oh my gosh. shooting when them he, in the when head. He killed, and... Yeah, when he killed those two just farmer guys just out hunting rabbits, Ugh. I was like, oh, and it happened so early in the movie, I was it like, did. okay. Yeah. It set the stage for this terrible man to exist, and you're like... He really did. He really did. Okay. And I really didn't need to see this guy's nose just be bashed into his face. It really did. I think that's just part of the... the, You know, that's part of the the story of the the movie, and, like, it is kind of artfully... Yeah, it's part (laughs) of the vibe. Like, you need to see how violent it is in reality so that when she goes into this other kind of reality, it's somehow, like, less intense. Um, but it's also, like, scary because she has to, like, prove herself that she's the princess. And in the end, she, like, saves her brother, um, but doesn't... It's not really, like, clear that that's really what the stakes are happening. Like, it's kind of, like, makes, you know, whatever you want to believe, but she kind of dies in a happy state which did it shock you that she got murdered in the end so no because we kind of saw a clip of her already dead in the beginning like we saw a child who was who was dead in the beginning of the film and the second i you know saw her on the ground again kind of in that similar position i was like oh yeah this is a scene from the beginning she dies and then you know she sees her her fantasy parents and then she kind of seems to die with a smile on her face so and then I, and then I was like oh maybe that maybe none of this ever happened because you're kind of questioning it from the beginning because when you first meet um Mercedes uh she's like a, a helper in the house she cooks and you know does various chores for the captain um and when the fairy's trying to lead mm-hmm. uh Ophelia to the labyrinth opening um mercedes kind of like stops her and she's like hey how about you go inside and don't go in there as if mercedes kind of knows about that area and maybe have maybe has experienced it in the past almost Mm -hmm. um but then but then i don't know and then the very end i don't i don't i don't think it ever actually happened i think the little girl just made it all up um but no i wasn't surprised to answer your original question. <laughs> <laughs> well, are are you happy that you watched it? Yeah, I'm really happy. I really like uh I really like Guillermo. I really like his stuff. Um and, you know, except for Nightmare Alley. But um mm. uh he has another one. He has another movie coming out, right? Right? Uh, pretty soon. What he also has called? that one with the kaijus. I always forget Pacific Rim. He made that as well. Oh, I never watched that. I hear good things about that. All right, well, maybe it's oh, in our Oh, Cabinet future. of Curiosities. Isn't that the thing that I was, uh... Ooh, he's going to make a he... Pinot... He's going to make a Pinot Shishio? Oh, man. Oh, yeah. That's... That is... Yeah. Did you see the trailer for it? It's a Disney... I think it's a Disney one. Or it could be wrong, actually. They're making two. There's his version, and then there's Disney. And they came out with the Disney trailer already. That was, has was the, Tom Hanks. Was the... Oh, Tom Hanks as as Geppetto. 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 Um, <laughs> there was remember a... the Italian Pinochetio. Do you remember? 
Oh. It's hard to forget, Alessandra. Oh, it's so hard to forget. Uh. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Well, dang, I want to watch, uh, watch Pacific Rim now. Okay. Um, well, put it on the I actually did watch, wheel. like, the first... I did watch, uh, because Anton Yelchin was... Um, was a voice in uh troll hunters was like one of the last things he worked on before he yes. died um i had watched troll hunters i think up until they had they had to replace his character's voice i believe um and then i kind of stopped watching but that's it's crazy how how far that series has gone it was a pretty good series i i enjoyed watching it i don't know why i stopped um hmm. it, maybe it i didn't i didn't watch that got but i remember convoluted maybe um, <laughs> yeah i got some i got some other i got some other guillermo stuff to watch dang okay dang that's fine <laughs> dang <laughs> um what else i don't remember much about the music in the movie oh it has great music i remember the music yeah. i'm sure it's a very I'm sure it good score yeah okay okay really eerie and i'll, I'll agree with you because I, okay. I don't remember any of it. You never remember the music. <laughs> I never, I never. I just, uh, yeah, it's it was so, excellent. It gets, it, it, like, it really just makes the picture for me that it just, I, I just, I get so, I get so enthralled in what's happening. The music really provides the ambiance and I just, and I just don't, I don't acknowledge it. I just experience it. <laughs> sure. And like, that's exactly right. Like if it puts you in that space, in that headspace that it needs to be to align with the visuals and the you know content and everything else it's like it's perfect right like it's kind of like a a totally like this movie really does succeed and as you were saying like with everything it tries to do it honestly is very good like it basically does everything that you want it to do and it it closes the story out really well and it doesn't really like you know, I think you wanted a little bit more of the fantasy world, but it just kind of has that like perfect balance, in my opinion, just kind of with the horrors of this little girl's life. Um, it yeah, kind with of how like much, has with how that. much fantasy was offered, it definitely makes sense that I just it, that was just an expectation I had going in because I just thought mm-hmm. I thought this movie was just about a girl being kind of like Labyrinth, just being stuck in this in this area for a majority of the movie but it yeah really yeah no no um she, yeah you know. she exists in reality and then just kind of like at nighttime goes into this other place 
Um, the the guy who plays the fawn and also the man with hands, eyes on his hands, is played by Doug Jones, who both of them. I think so. I think he's he's both of them. Um, yeah, and he fawn was owl. like, let's see, like well known. He's very well known for all of his more physical. Um, acting i mean he does voice acting now and stuff too like in his characters acting but he does like a lot of prosthetic work so he just like is always in these really awesome huge because he's very tall actually we saw him on the street at comic-con once um i think our we last did, Comic-Con. yeah we were checking out like a like a star trek exhibit and i think there was or we were near some sort of star trek exhibit and i think the the cast of discovery was like in the area, like leaving an interview or a panel or something or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then, yeah, we saw him. He was taking pictures of people. He was, he was very tall. Um, yeah, and yeah it I makes think he's it, in almost yeah. every Guillermo movie. Mm-hmm. Almost. I don't, I don't think he was in Nightmare Alley. I don't think so, but there really wasn't like... There really wasn't much of prosthetics, too much. Um yeah but he you know he's 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 also a main character now in star trek discovery and you you watch that right um yes i yes i probably need to rewatch it because i watched it so quickly that i don't think any of the information stuck um but i got about i got first two seasons in and he's Um, also the the baron in uh what we do in the shadows (laughs) so Oh, that's right! <laughs> and he's going to oh be goodness. in Hocus Pocus too because he's Billy. The... Yes, he's Billy! He's in so many things. Like, I, if you haven't looked up um, Doug Jones's, like, amazing filmography. His filmography? Like... Dude, just take a, take a, take a uh, gander. Yeah, he's you a great dude. You will come across some, some wonderful things that you never, never knew you didn't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> goodness but this character of the fawn and also the man like the pale man with the hands it's just like it's kind of an iconic you know like this movie is very prescient in a lot of ways um i mean not just even in the film community i feel like it's a very like well-known movie even if people haven't seen it yeah i mean i had definitely i don't know if i'd heard about it before being in spanish class in high school um I mean, probably, um, but that that was definitely when I had heard of it because I because you know I just heard about how scary it was, um, and then you know you always hear about it. It's always brought up in one way or another. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah. Let's see if we got some trivia. It also won three Oscars. It won for. It was nominated for six Oscars. Wow. So it was nominated for Best Foreign Language Film, Best Achievement in Music Written for Motion Pictures Original Score, Best Writing Original Screenplay for Guillermo del Toro, and it won for Best Achievement in Makeup, Best Achievement in Art Direction, and Best Achievement in Cinematography. Ooh, very nice. And which one did you say? Did you see which ones it won? Yes. It, yeah, I okay. did. Okay. You don't have to read that. No. <laughs> the listeners heard. The listeners heard. So what? Any, any cool trivia? Let's see. Um, 
Apparently, the fawn is inspired by a dream that Guillermo del Totoro repeatedly had when he was a child. Del Totoro! Um, <laughs> let's see. It says, Guillermo del Toro is famous for compiling books full of notes and drawings about his ideas before turning them into film, something he regards as essential to the process. He left years' worth of notes for this film in the back of a cab and then discovered oh. them missing. He thought it was the end of the project. However, the cab driver found them and realizing their importance, tracked him down and returned them at great personal difficulty and expense. <laughs> what? Was convinced that this was a blessing and it made him the ever more determined to complete the film. Oh my, oh my God. goodness. That's adorable. I love that. I love that story. Um, Doug Jones was the only American on set and the only one who didn't speak Spanish and director Gamal del Toro was the only bilingual person on set, which is kind of crazy because I know Alfonso Cuaron also produced this movie, but maybe he wasn't on set all the time. Oh, yeah, probably not. Um, the English subtitles were translated and written by Guillermo himself. He no longer trusts translators after having encountered problems with his previous subtitled movies. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, well, subtitles are tough. Oh, yeah. I mean, I thought that they did a, a pretty decent job just listening to the Spanish and, like, what I know of Spanish. I mean, it was pretty crazy how much I was really taking in. I know I've said before I've been learning Italian and so, like, it's kind of making my Spanish better because Italian is very similar. And I'm, like, hearing it and listening and, like, learning Italian at the same time made me, like, hear more Spanish this time. You know, you say that, but my Spanish didn't help me at all in Italy, Alessandra. It's <laughs> not true. I Come know on. from experience. <laughs> Remember, also I, really stole, I stole a piece of chocolate because I couldn't figure out how to pay the people. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, and next Pago, time that won't happen. Pagar was not the word for to pay in No, in it's Italian. not. No. No. It's not. I'm, I'm really, like, trying to get better at it, but it's uh, it's so hard. Like, Italian is much, personally, I think, more difficult than Spanish. Um, I don't... Mm-hmm. Just because I'm going, as I go deeper and deeper into learning this um, and all the different tenses and things, I feel like I figured it out better when I was in Spanish class. And I'm kind of falling back on this um, knowledge of grammar roles that I learned in Spanish. And that's kind of keeping me afloat here. But, yeah, you know, it's hard to remember all of the vocab, uh, especially with a lot of the the verbs because they are just confusing as as all get out i mean i'm doing pretty good but oh boy it's dip it's calm confusing <laughs> yeah confusing and you and you have to keep up with it or else you'll lose it yeah i'd have um, 40 day streak today so let's see i kind of like this one and then this will be the last one um the role of ophelia was originally written for an eight year eight or nine year old uh guillermo was hmm. so impressed with 11 year old ivana Baquero, um, that he revised it. The little girl was really good. She yes. was fantastic actress. Yeah, um, do you see what she looks like now on her IMDb photo? 
She's yes. like so old. She's the same age as me. Old. She's actually she's she's same age as us. Nineteen ninety four. Look at that. Really? Yes. Goodness. Wow. Same age as us. We're all old. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. Let's see. Uh, some plot keywords here. Um, we've got fairy, maze, Spain, labyrinth, and hiding. There, there you go. There you go. El Labrinto Delfano. Yes. Um, okay. So, this movie. so who was, so who was Pan, Pans? Was it, was Pan it is another name for a fawn. Okay. The font, the fawn's labyrinth. Mm-hmm. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Metascore. Um, this movie got a 98 Metascore, Emily. Damn. It's got 37 positive reviews, no mixed reviews, and no negative reviews. Again, I'm going to reiterate. Whoa. It's a very good movie. Okay? Like, it says on the wow. Metascore, it has universal acclaim. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Let's see. There's a lot of 100s. (laughs) Okay. Let's see. The lowest it got was an 80, which it got four of them. Um, So I'm going to read one of these. Uh, I'll do the Hollywood Reporter. Um, The performers are all good with Bacchetto, poised and beautiful as Ophelia, and Verdu Vital. Oh, and Verdu, vital, and vital Verdu, and spirited. Vital, that's not that it was not capitalized. It was <laughs> not, not a last Spanish name. Word. <laughs> and Verdu Vital, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> vital and spirited as the rebellious Mercedes. Um, Mercedes is really good too. Uh, mm-hmm. Lopez gives an extraordinary performance as the bestial, bestial. I can, oh my God, I cannot read bestial captain. An irredeemable villain to rank with Ralph Fiennes' Nazi in Schindler's List. Wow. That's, yeah, sure. Wow. That's saying a lot. Um, I'm going to read just one of these many 100s um, from uh, the premiere one, I guess it says that this intense film, a mix of horror fantasy and history that convinces on all those levels and mixes them up with a dizzying brio is a searing cinematic experience, a beautiful, terrifying vision from Guillermo del Toro. Wow. Very nice. Yeah, it really is a very good movie. And it's just like, so I guess it's kind of difficult to talk about because it's just like, I, here it is, a perfect movie, you know? <laughs> yeah. It just does such a good job. It's an amazing screenplay. Um, it really, it pulls you into this this character's life and, and scenario, and um, it's just sad and, and, and you know, it, it's very good at, like, bringing you into this reality, I think. Right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's totally pretty easy. great. Pretty fun. It's great. I'm really glad I watched it. This is why... This is why... I'm sorry, there's like, I guess someone... Someone rang our doorbell and now my roommates are all at the door and I'm trying to overhear oh, them. But It's, it's, it's a okay. fuss. It's a fuss. It's a fuss. 
Um, might just be a package. Um, okay. Um, but yeah, this movie was really good. I'm really glad we watched it. Um, I really am enjoying, you know, we had to pause for the roulette wheel for a while. Um, because of the Oscars and stuff, but, um. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, six uh, months ago. should be. Yeah, six. <laughs> it wasn't, no, it wasn't that long ago. Um. But still, yeah, sometimes it's passed. Um, but yeah, we, um, we'll just continue doing this. There's some movies on here that I've never seen before. And, uh, I like watching, I like watching, um, all movies. I'm talking yeah. about all of them. Let's see. Should I spin the wheel? Let me see what's on here now. Um, so from the months ago that we put this wheel together, uh, after mm-hmm. doing Pan's Labyrinth, there is now, um... Pearl Harbor, Interview with a Vampire, Top Hat from 1935, Million Dollar Baby, Annie from 2014, Swiss Army Man, and that's it. <laughs> okay, that's there's a lot of good stuff on there. A lot of bad yeah. stuff on there, but oh, I'm excited. Oh, I, mean, I don't know what the to point. Pick. That was the point of this wheel, was to, to get either uh, good stuff or bad stuff. Okay, um, all right. Oh my god. Do it. Okay. Do it. Am I still am I still recording this? Like, do I need to? If record you this? want, only only if this is gonna be okay with you. If if you can't, just skip it. Well, I know how to do it. I wrote the instructions down. Okay. <laughs> okay. Window button plus G. Okay, I can do this. I figured it out. Okay, uh-huh. I'll just record it. Okay, here we go. All right, and we're spinning the wheel. All right, it's spinning, it's spinning, it's spinning! <laughs> Which one do you think it is, Alessandra? Oh, Pearl Harbor. No, it's Top Hat from Top 1935. Hat, yes. Oh my God, that's excellent. That's a musical, well, that's I'm so been, excited. That's the one that's been on the, the longest. Yes, it's been on here for a while. Oh my goodness. Oh, great. I'm so excited. Oh, I'm oh, so excited. I have no idea where we're going to watch this, but oh, we're going to watch no. it. I truly know literally zero about this movie. So that's why I'm excited about it. Yeah, I think I added this one to the list because it was it was in our musical section. Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited. Jesus. Oh, 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 it's gonna be fun. (laughs) Um, All right. So until next time, hopefully it won't take us forever to do the next episode. Um, But um, that was Pan's Labyrinth. um, And we will be talking about Top Hat from 1935 uh, next if you enjoyed this episode please rate and review our show on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, and stitcher we are also on amazon music and spotify um, and Acast. and if you want to follow our social media we have twitter instagram facebook tiktok youtube just search all by the popcorn or all by the popcorn podcast uh, if you want to email us you can email us at all by the popcorn podcast at gmail.com and we also have some merch so please check that out Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you in the next one. Goodbye. Bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. 
Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.